That's going to be useless. Spoilies. <laughs> Welcome back to Syndication. This is episode nine. Uh, we have been gone for a very, very long time. And I know that in the last episode, I was like, hey, we're back from a hiatus of six months. Time to get regular. No, now you're very clear about it. <laughs> yeah, I was very adamant and passionate and clear about it. Repetitive. Repetitive about it. And then we went on hiatus for like a year and a half. Yeah, yeah just about. Is it a hiatus at that point or or did No, we quit. We got then, canceled. <laughs> yeah, we canceled ourselves. Our ratings were real low. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of our projected five people listening, we had two people listening. Unacceptable. And we just, yeah, the numbers weren't weren't hitting the market mm-hmm. the right way. And we just, yeah, we had a... There's no money place. in it. No. <laughs> Let me I ask you a, this, though. I started living out of my car. What's the potential for microtransactions? Mm, that's a mm. good question. We should start a Patreon, right? If you... If you patronize us, then you get uh, 30 second samples of Don't patronize me. <laughs> Did you say samples? I like samples. Did I say samples? That's like samples, but they're slamming. Mm. I don't think there's any money left in Patreon. I think Critical Role took it all. Okay, hang on. Before we, before we, <laughs> let, let, let's talk about the yeah. big changes since yeah, the last yeah, yeah. episode. Big changes. In a year and a half, a whole lot has happened. Sure. Uh, Matt, you moved off to England and back. Yeah, I am, I am back in Boston at, at our, our shared workplace. Yeah. I left and came back. Like back to a, square one. Wild times. Like a boomerang. <laughs> right. And I was like, oh yeah, right. This is what life was like when Matt was still here. And it's joyous mm. and filled <sighs> with happiness. Uh, I feel like my stress uh, levels have increased in comparison. I feel like I have more eye damage now from glare off of your bald head <laughs> uh, <laughs> since you've been back. So you owe me money for my prescription glasses that I may have to get at some point. I'm too proud of you to be <laughs> mad at you. <laughs> uh, and then Devin and I moved into an apartment together. That's true. And we haven't killed each other yet. Fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're both alive and talking right now. So. That's true. That's actually where we're recording now. Your shared apartment is our new studio space. All together in the same room. Look at it's, how fancy this place looks. We got sound foam now, so you know we're professional. You had yeah, look at it, before, everybody. You? Look, look at it. <laughs> at our fucking studio. It's pretty nice. I like it a lot. It is nice. I'm you very guys have some nice like hue lighting above us or something? It's very blue in here. Well, it's off-brand key lighting. It's ye lighting. Ye. Still one weird syllable. I think it's just uh, you emoting. Ye. Ye. <laughs> it's blue. So 
we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants, which we we always did before this, but now That's we're like <laughs> working at the kinks of the new studio. Uh, we want to do some format changes to the show. We're not exactly sure what form that will take yet. Um, so this is going to be a little more like what we were doing, but it'll probably change up over, you know, a couple episodes. We might iterate as we go. So, so we're how many minutes in? I don't know. I can't see the timeline. From uh, here. we're like four and a half minutes in. Yeah. Uh, what is this, Tyler? <laughs> hey, this is our big return. This is like syndication, the soft reboot. Oh, you finally said the name. <laughs> I said that right off the bat. Did that's you? A, yeah, that's the first thing I said. I don't think you said it. No, uh, he's talking all the... If they're listening, they already know what it is. So That's this is, not true. We they, have a viewer, fan base. Viewer, we have an email address. I don't think we've ever given it out on the show. That's true. We haven't. I don't think we have. It's just syndication <laughs> at gmail.com. Great. That's a great that email. So uh, email us and tell us that you're a new listener uh, so that I can rub it in their smug faces. I really hope we get an email, actually. I have no doubt. <laughs> Has anyone checked the, <laughs> at like, the inbox? Yeah, I that? have it. I mean, it's all just, you know company stuff mm, i'm taking that over google alert did you know that there are new <laughs> options for your calendars it's probably right. like a new security sign on for from when matt logged in for the long, first time long time <laughs> listeners you know that Devin is awful at posting episodes in a timely manner i won't even argue this it's so, very true so what what we've done is we've shuffled some of the responsibilities so mm-hmm. even though Devin did a legitimately good job of designing our branding and our website that's, that's my stuff now because he just can't be trusted. Well, well, I already did the branding and stuff. You're just doing the releasing now. Yeah, that's that's my point. It's easy. It's like- the easiest job <laughs> in the in the jobs that we have available. And like you were bad at it. That you, I like that you're assuming that A, we have listeners and B, that we have listeners that are so passionate about the show that they're following when it releases. <laughs> Listen, and they're going like, man, the guy who releases this is sure lax about this hey there's one guy out there who's real bummed that we haven't been on for a while all right so i have (laughs) i have two things here one is i know for a fact that we have listeners because two of them are in my personal life and tell me that they listen and they would (laughs) never lie to me and that's why they don't fully count as listeners because they're like number pity listening because (laughs) you're related to them number two is that what if we make it big one day now we have a backlog that people will enjoy going through because there's Easter eggs throughout. You know what I'm saying? Are we laying Easter eggs? We are future-proofing this podcast (laughs) so that when we become huge and very profitable... Can we're all going to quit our day jobs and just do this? (laughs) When that happens, we will have a backlog for the ravenous fans to devour. If we ever did have a big audience, it would be... Very strange for someone to be like recommending our podcast and listen to the first episodes if we didn't pull these. I think the first episodes are great, but I'm just saying they've changed a lot. We are very far afield. We have switched up the responsibilities Mm -hmm. so that I will be doing more of releasing and and branding and all that nonsense. I think there are social media accounts that I'm going to be forced to learn how to use. You do have a Twitter. I have two tweets. (laughs) And Devin has has switched to being our full time audio engineer. I'm sure that just listening to this, you will hear. Yeah, can we how talk about sexy? We sound. We sound so good right now. My we got god. all new mics. We got a oh, new audio interface. My god! I can't believe how much better I sound on these microphones. <laughs> I am so sexy. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
I sound pretty sexy. But by the way, fear not. I'm still the host. So oh, yeah. don't think that's changed. The third part is that Tyler is now doing all the work and I'm doing none of it. By that, the hosting, the note taking, the editing. Yeah. The charisma-ing. Mm, less that one. I ooze it. I ooze charisma out of every orifice. Isn't that charismatic? That's, Oozing that's, fluids? I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> that, that's not this charisma. Is, also, charisma is a is a fluid. I didn't know if you knew that. Well, it's charisma is a bodily fluid. It's not fluid. like an idea that just floats around and people just accept it. No, it's an actual physical fluid mm. that I have to mm-hmm. contain and put into jars and label and uh, ferment for a while. And Ugh. it's a whole process. Do they expire? Like, do you have expiration dates on? Yeah, them? twenty years. Mm. <laughs> I mean, fermented products they last a long time, especially charisma. Mm. So you'll be in your fifties and look like you're in your thirties. Right, because right now I look like I'm a teenager still, even though I'm in my early 30s. Yeah, I was going to say, he's already on track for that. Right, yeah. that's was the joke. Thank, yeah. you, thank you for pointing out. <laughs> I found the joke, guys. <laughs> oh, hey, so uh, almost 10 minutes into the podcast, what movie did we watch? Oh, that, that tracks, actually. We Did it? Did yeah. I get it right? Oh, yeah, we're, we're about so nine good. and a half. I have a weird internal clock. I'm like George Michael, uh, not the singer, but from Arrested uh, <laughs> 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 Development. <laughs> Uh, so Devin, you picked this one. I did pick this one. Wait, did we say what we were watching? I don't uh, I'm about to say it. Oh, okay. We watched Rocky. Hey, granted, hey. it. I mean, I watched it recently. So, would you say that despite our best efforts and planning, this might be a rocky start? Mm. Oh my God, man. <laughs> we. This I'm is, not that upset. This is the first either. episode of our return. I cannot wait to see what we're going to do like a year from now if we're consistent. Holy shit. People are going to keep coming back just for that. Oh, yeah. Dad uh, so jokes for days. you picked this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm, oh, like almost it was two over, years ago. Yeah, it was well over a year at this point. Do you remember why or how you picked the movie at all? Um, so for reference, we watched eight and a half. That was our last episode. Was yep. it? Yes. That mm. was the last episode. Yeah. Yeah, I recall that uh, what we just released a week ago <laughs> and we recorded it a year and a half ago. That is correct. OK, the I, last episode that I will have edited. Uh, so, you know, so if there's a massive dip in editing quality, now you know why. Or a massive uptick. He could be a lot better, you know. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If something yeah. terrible, if, some, if there, there's a huge dip in quality, something bad happens <laughs> because expect some excellence from my editing skills. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember why I picked it. Well, I think I just picked it the same way I pick any other movie, which is that I haven't seen it and I've heard a lot about it. And that's why I picked it. What I think is interesting about this choice actually is um, like I know Rocky is well regarded, but is it considered is it like in the same echelon as of, of all the other movies we've watched? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, it's more of a fun, I guess, drama action movie. I don't really know. It's, it's not if, an action movie. I mean, there's there's fighting in it. It's not an action movie, but it has it just contains some. It opens with action too. Just to be fair, I watched this movie last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, when did you guys watch this movie? I want to say we watched it together, right, Tyler? We watched it together. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was like November 2017 ish. <laughs> That's too far. Yeah. Yeah, that and, can't be right. And we didn't refresh ourselves since then. I've looked up a whole bunch of stuff from the movie. I refreshed myself. I watched a couple of scenes from it and I looked. Did you? Yeah. 
And I, I, I jogged my memory. That sounds like a lie. It's his not vo- a lie. It's a real thing. His voice is going up in a very believable way. It's not a yeah. lie. It's a real thing. <laughs> Just like my voice goes up and I'm accusing people of stuff. <laughs> I don't think you really saw that, uh, uh, researched any of the movie. Well, did you research, research the movie? Yeah, I got a crap ton of notes. Well, Do you then, want one? Tyler, why don't you tell me what the movie's about? Ooh, that oh, segue. Gauntlet Throne. Oh, man. Uh, 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 hook from the left. <laughs> All right. That's so this movie, right? Mm-hmm. It's called Rocky. That's Guess what? what? Main character, Rocky Balboa. <gasps> He's hmm. from the streets of Philadelphia. Wait, hold on. Is that why it's called that? It is. Oh, wait. Hold on even more. We haven't introduced ourselves. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, this is a really rocky start. Remember that from earlier? <laughs> That's called a callback. Nice callback, bro. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I'm your host, Tyler Young. Yay. Yay. And then Yay. to my left is, uh, who, who, who the hell are you? So just look to your left and you'll see me, Devin. Are you talking to me or the listener? I'm talking to the listener. <laughs> yeah, listener, look to your left and Devin will be there. Is there a hipster with a red beard? Then huh. you're not looking at Devin. In Harry Potter glasses and V-neck shirts? Ooh. This is getting really personal. <laughs> yes, it is. I... Liked my anonymity before. <laughs> you had given your last name on yeah, multiple occasions. Yeah, but people didn't know what I looked like. His last name is Ellis. My last name is Ellis. But we still don't know Matt's last name. I mean, you're in my yes, you apartment. Do. You're in our apartment. We've worked together for years. Guys, we- I am for the first time in like the three years that we've been doing this on and off. Oh, shit. Very I am off. ready to introduce my last name. Dude. Oh God, what is it? Hello, listener. My name is Matt. Cufflink. <laughs> Matt Cufflink. <laughs> that really fits. Like, you know how people have uh, names that really fit their, like, their faces sure. and their body yeah. types somehow, you know? Yeah, like, you look yeah, like you a Cufflink. Look, you look like a Matt Cufflink. <laughs> I look like a pair of turtles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. The turtles in the movie I were didn't even link. get that, dude. <laughs> oh, you didn't? <laughs> no, I, was, I didn't get that that was the joke, dude. <laughs> uh, I thought you were, I knew the turtles were named Cuff and Link. I didn't know. You know, you I was keeping the bit alive, feigning surprise about it, and then you just had to. I'm way blow behind. It all okay, up. I'm caught up now. That was funny. Oh boy, that's your. That's I, I think appreciate your approval. Thank you. <laughs> Devin, and thus is the the triumphant return of the couch gag. Yeah, I think Devin's role in our group dynamic is the joke killer or pointer outer. Mm, wow, rude. Mm. Well, you've done it twice already. What was the first time? Uh, I don't remember. We'd have to go back and listen to it. No evidence, no claim. Mm. Note to uh, future Tyler. Hey, Tyler. What's up, buddy? Uh, I know you're editing this episode and uh, looking real good today. Power of the editor. Uh, Don't forget to do your app crunches today because you do them every single day, like a thousand (laughs) of them. Ladies, Um, still single. Go back. Still single. Go back and uh, (laughs) listen to the episode and cut out the part where Devin fucked up a joke before this or a newest fuck up of a right, joke right, right, right. and splice it in yeah. right here. Boom, boom. I mean, fermented products, they last a long time. Especially charisma. Mm. So you'll be in your 50s and look like you're in your 30s? Right. Because right now I look like I'm a teenager still, even though I'm in my early 30s. Yeah, I was going to say, he's already on track for that. Right. Yeah. That was the joke. Thank, yeah. you. Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> I found the joke, guys. <laughs> boom, boom. This is, now we're back. Everyone's going to hear that. Oh, my happen. God, Devin. You just got owned. How wrong do you feel right now? You have so much egg on your face. How confident are you? That I can make an a- omelet off of your face. 
I'm like 100% confident. I remember me saying, thank you for pointing out the joke. And then you said, Mm. guys, I found the joke. I do remember that. Yeah, (laughs) that's unfortunate. (laughs) How's that crow tasting over there? (laughs) So this this is a podcast about a movie, right? Rocky. That movie that Mm. we saw a long time ago. Right. Okay. So let's do the talkie. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take another. <laughs> so uh, so uh, the movie is in uh, 1976, Ooh. and uh, it's in Philadelphia. Ooh. And there's a guy. City of Brotherly Love. Is that Philadelphia? Yeah, that's Philadelphia. Yes. They uh, even reference it in the film. Right. I remember that. Absolutely. Because uh, Rocky's got his uh, brother, Schmocky. Um, and he loves him a whole lot throughout the movie. That's his twin, right? Yeah, mm. uh, Rocky and Schmucky. He's got a he's got a mustache like an evil twin. Right. Um, and I then, remember him taking over like halfway through the movie. Well, yeah, there's that like twin uh, fight halfway right. through the movie. <laughs> you guys taking notes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember this? Anyway, so it's in Philadelphia. It's 1976. Rocky Balboa. He's a man in his 30s, and he's been a boxer his whole life, but not professionally because he doesn't have the connections. He doesn't have the uh, he, the the skills and the equipment and the backing to be a professional. But he knows how to box. Um, you could say he's a bit of a bum. He's kind of a bum. Mm-hmm. Well, really, he's a bum because he takes those skills and to make money to make ends meet. He's kind of a leg breaker. He's an enforcer for uh, like the local mafia or, or street gangs or whatever. Um, and then uh, fate hits him right in the top of the head, almost like a punch. Uh, where <laughs> because he hits you in the top of the head. It's a it's a top down punch. You have to stand up <laughs> over the opponent and then fate jam hits him your with fist a hammer punch to the skull. <laughs> yeah, you, you want to be careful because you might pull your arm doing it if you're just doing a straight down punch like that. It's like know? it's not a pile driver, it's a jackhammer. You yeah, cuz you don't you don't tick, 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 tick. Well, you don't use two hands and do a thing. It's just one straight <laughs> straight down <laughs> on top of their head. So you have to have some like mad jumping skills to pull off this particular punch. It helps to hop up over their head <laughs> to do it or find a stool. And, and get over them. Small ladder of sorts. But anyway, he was uh, stool top of the head punched by fate when a famous boxer, uh, Apollo Creed. Number one heavyweight champion of the world. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, who is based off of Muhammad Ali. Uh, I don't know. So he is uh, on top of his game. And I forget exactly why they need to or want to find someone smaller. I think they just can't book. Like they have a fight booked, and then the the original fighter dropped out. The opponent. That is correct. Okay, and then he like, hurt himself in training. I think. Right, that's right. And so they're looking for a replacement, and then I think a Creed himself comes up with the idea of like, why don't I fight some local guy here, and turn it into kind of like this like sideshow kind of thing, like test your strength kind of contest it's, of like who could take on the heavyweight champion of the world, who wants fame and glory. So 76 was the bicentennial of the U.S. Because mm-hmm. obviously we declared independence in 1776. We did. So it was the bicentennial <laughs> boxing event. That's why he dressed up like Uncle Sam. Yep. Gotcha. That's why it was all American themed. And he said, what's more American than giving some underdog local fighter a chance? Right. It's like, you know, a one, a one in a million chance. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, oh, so they approach Rocky because they 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 heard about him through like the grapevine local channels, right? Or no? No, they found him in a book of local fighters. Okay, so 
still like he didn't apply for it or anything. They came to him and they're like, hey, we right. got this opportunity for you. Then he goes to uh, this guy that he kind of trains with, not really his trainer, um, former trainer, Mickey. Did he used to be his trainer and then gave up on him? Mm, so Rocky's still at his gym. But at the beginning of the film, we watch Rocky come into the gym and his locker has been taken. Um, so he's like, he's kind of on the outs with Mickey. Mickey's Mickey gave it away to somebody else. Gave it to an up and coming fighter that he thought had potential. Yeah. And he doesn't think that Rocky has potential because he's a criminal at this point. Yeah. Well, also he's getting old. He's in his 30s. Yeah. So it like he's getting old for a boxer. And this yeah. is also uh, his character is based off of a few different people. Um, but the main fight that he saw was Muhammad Ali versus Chuck uh, Wapner. Wapner? Judge Wapner. Judge Wapner. It's on at seven. You say it's on at seven? It's a Rain Man oh, reference. God damn it. Don't worry. Once we, we just have to keep doing the show, and eventually he'll know what the hell we're talking You'll about. You'll see all the movies. <laughs> all of them. He's an excellent driver. Wepner fought Ali, and he was in his 30s and wasn't really a big fighter or anything like that, and went the distance and lost in the 15th round, but was the only the third person in the world to actually take uh, Ali off of his feet during the fight. Mm. Um, and everyone's like, holy shit, this dude who, who the hell is this guy? He's definitely not like young enough to be an up and comer. He's definitely not on top of his game. It's like a washed out dude who somehow is going the distance with fucking Muhammad Ali, you know, and he became a New Jersey local hero because of that. Uh, Stallone saw that fight and then like about a year later sat down and wrote the first draft of the, of the script in three and a half days. Did you know, I, I didn't know until I was looking at some stuff around this. This is the film that made Stallone. Yeah. He was yeah. nothing before this. I didn't know that. Yeah. He did a couple of roles and a couple of things, including he was in a um, softcore porno. What? Before this. Did not know that. I did not know that either. And because he's huge now and for, for many decades. Well, to get huge. into a softcore porno, I think he would have uh, had to have been huge then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's like, look, <laughs> it's something I had to do. It was either, he's like, I was at the end of my rope. I had like a hundred dollars to my name. It was either like rob somebody or do this movie at this point. Cause I needed to eat. So what do you want from me? It's like a underdog story in parallel. Oh, Came out of Rocky nowhere. is the story of Stallone. So you and guys are soft for porn is the leg breaking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, kind of actually, <laughs> you guys aren't wrong. The whole Rocky series is kind of a parallel to uh, Stallone's entire life. So Mickey's like, no, you're a bum rock. I'm not going to train you. You suck. You break people's legs. And then Rocky argues with them and has an impassioned speech and eventually gets him over to his side and they trains a whole lot. And then he fights Apollo Creed and loses. Um, and along the way, there's a really problematic relationship with uh, this woman who works at a pet shop uh, in, in Yo the Adrian. Uh, her name is Yo Adrian. Adrian. <laughs> she has a couple turtles at the shop that no. uh, that uh, he the, has the turtles. Well, he buys the turtles. Rocky buys them from no. the shop. That was before the movie. He has the turtles at the start of the movie. But he bought it from the shop, right? Yes. That Adrian works at. Yes. Not so, wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you just didn't see Stand it. Stand into in the it. Movie. <laughs> uh, it's called Literary Present. The film is considered the present. So he bought the turtles from Adrian. That's what I said. Did he? Did 
Did yeah. you? I said he bought the. No, turtle. you said the shop has turtles. It had turtles. Literary present. Oh, did they have no more turtles after he bought them? Probably. <laughs> really? There yeah. was only two in Hold stock. Hold your ground, Tyler. You got the this. The entire time. You know why? Because in business, you have to be really conservative and you have to avoid risks. You have to really turtle up. Oh, I don't know. How do you get reward without risking anything? Also, what about supply and demand, buddy? You have to have the supply for the demand for the turtles. Everyone wants turtles. Look, <laughs> especially <laughs> painted ones named Cuff and Link. He constantly is talking to the puppies and there's some bunnies, I think. <laughs> and then he gets the big Otis or whatever his name is. It's not Otis. He has a goldfish uh, too, right? Buttkiss? Buttkiss is the dog. And funny Ooh. story, uh, that's his actual, that's Sylvester Stallone's actual dog. Uh, is his name actually Buttkiss? Yes. <laughs> Buttkiss. And also funny why? story, he wanted to use, I'll tell you why. He wanted to use Buttkiss in the movie after he had spent a train ride from New York back to L.A. Um, it was like a three-day, four-day train ride. And the dog wouldn't shit the entire time. It just held it in and kept farting in the train <laughs> and scaring everybody away. So just him with his farty dog in the train. And he's like, please, please. Like they like they would stop somewhere. And he's like, he said they got, they got to like Arizona and it was like after three days or whatever. And he was like at, at like the bus station squeezing his dog like, please just shit. And then I don't know why, but he's like, yeah, this dog, this dog's got some real stage presence or real star. Uh, he said star quality. That's what he said in the interview. That star quality? I guess so. He would write the the script for Rocky and then look at Bubkiss and be like, all right, does that sound good? Yeah? No? Perfect. All right, great. And then put it in there. And he kind of did that in the movie too. I thought it was... That was a good parallel. So he's uh, so he loses to Apollo Creed, but it doesn't matter because he went the distance. He was just some he nobody won by losing. Now, I well, was, he won by staying in the fight and giving it his all and not going out right away and took him off his feet. Took him off his feet mm-hmm. and showed everybody first time Apollo Creed had ever uh, been taken off his feet. Big deal. And uh, yeah, it's a movie. And then Adrian's like. Rocky and he's like yo Adrian and then they meet each other and then uh, the movie ends yeah he dates the girl from the pet shop Adrian dates kind of a loose word I guess they end up dating no they date they do after he well I don't know if we want to do like a whole thing on Adrian but sure forces himself on her yup (laughs) (laughs) that is correct sir that's what date rape looks like after she is like put on the date with him from her brother who controls her life somehow says multiple times she doesn't want to go on the date yeah once she's on the date and they go back to his apartment she says multiple times she doesn't want to go in his apartment never looks comfortable never looks comfortable then she goes into his apartment says multiple times she has to leave he physically closes the door as she tries to leave and then boxes her into a corner where he kisses her and she does not kiss back for like the mm. first 30 seconds. You see, it's 1975, Matt. It's called romance. I guess. <laughs> I don't I don't know, man. It was really uncomfortable to watch in this day and age. Yeah, so that's weird. the thing. Like, it and wasn't fine back in the day, but back in the day it was accepted. Right. I don't know if me at 32 watching it in 1976 would be like, oh, man, that is really romantic. I don't know. But like me today watching it, 
2019 going well not 20, 2017 when I watched it <laughs> actually actually I saw that clip when I was researching some stuff because I remember wanting to go specifically back to that and I remember watching it like yeah this is really uncomfortable and I really want her to like be able to get the fuck out of the apartment so let me tell you the part that actually makes it worse I think is film can make you uncomfortable right like film is an art form film can like it's not always entertainment right like it can it can make you uncomfortable and be making a statement what kills me is that the film makes it seem like that's good right Mm. at the end of the day she does kiss him back right at the end of the day she does um like fall in love with him and she's glad she did it like i think i'm fairly certain that it cuts from them sort of like kissing after he blocked her at the door to like her being very happy with him or like you know lying in his shoulder postcoital or something like mm-hmm. that and like the 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 implication of the editing and the direction is that she was just an uptight prude and she rocky did her a favor and like that's the part that i found really if rocky had date raped her but it had dealt with that in like a mature and honest way even if they had ended up falling in love but that was like a thing between them that had happened um that would be fine with not fine but like acceptable sure that's what like film well, it would be fine because it's a movie and if the point of the movie in in that part of the movie was to make you uncomfortable then it is fine right because you're supposed to feel that way right exactly so like film can but go this, those places you're supposed to be like oh yeah you're supposed to, to th- a, you're supposed like, to think rape. you're supposed to think that's the height of romance or something and it's like really uncomfortable when i was when i was uh researching this before this just to refresh my memory there were recent writings about this movie that talked about it as a positive romance and said they were like adorable couple and there was you know they were made for each other and stuff like that and didn't even mention that scene at all it was very strange i think they are a romantic couple and they do work well on screen yeah outside of the fact that she never at one point was like okay maybe there is something to this guy they never show anything from her point of view they never show her enjoying any moments of being with him but the thing is like they're supposed to be and and i i get what they were going for they i don't think they represented it well where like she's supposed to be not just shy but like like a shut-in a uh like right. agoraphobic like she has a mental issue where she can't go out and meet people he is kind of an outcast weirdo type dude who's always been like shit on by other people and himself and so they're both two broken people that's like they, they, they fill even the say gaps it. they fill the gaps <laughs> and i think that's true and i think it kind of works sure. it's just that they never give the character an opportunity to be like yeah i am broken and so are you and i think this is working maybe they just edited it weird i mean i think the implication was supposed to be that she was just shy and like a shut and really secluded and and closed off right i think that's what it was supposed to be i think it just came off weird to be fair i i I do disagree a little bit i think that they i think she was portrayed as being happy with rocky after they slept together right from that supposed to i just never really like felt it from the character i don't know sure i mean and that's i think really personal but like I, i i think they did an adequate job from post sex onward <laughs> of making me believe them as a couple and I had no problem with them and I, and I think that they work my problem is that we're meant to believe that that he was justified in sort of 
forcing her into a situation that she communicated in multiple ways, multiple times that she was uncomfortable with uh, because the outcome was happy. Right. Right. That's Mm. the, that's the issue I have. That's like, I mean, that's what leads people to like say like, Oh, no means yes. Because movies like this hard to get. Yeah. That, that whole thing. Uh, they even did that. That was just like in um, Gone with the Wind where like, yeah, exactly. Scarlet's like, no, 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 no. Then uh, uh, Brett rapes her. And then afterwards, she's like, well, your dick solved everything. Now I'm in love with you. Yeah. She's <laughs> so happy afterwards. And you're like, I don't like and, and here's where it gets complicated, right? Like, do I believe that there have ever been relationships that had intimate violence? Yes, I do. I believe there are happier relationships that have had that in them. But it's a really complicated thing, and I don't feel like these movies deal with them in complicated ways. I feel mm. like they're just like, oh, that guy's so star-spangled awesome that he made that girl fall in love with him just by having sex with her. And you're like, mm, I feel like that's sending the wrong signal to the movie-watching public. You're right. And I think the reason why it's in the movie in the first place is it's coming from a broke early 30s late 20s dude who just came off of a, a softcore porn movie and made this movie about boxing i think it was coming from a good place but the way it was portrayed and the way like he just wasn't thinking about it and right. the, the way of the times are like oh, still it a, still not okay it was a different time and if you go look at any film from that time period it's that way right like yeah. blade runners that way yeah star wars is that way um like it's not there they aren't healthy romances and like i'm not you know it's not my place to indict an entire time period (laughs) um but like it made me uncomfortable i didn't i that part because like here's the thing and and we haven't really gotten to this yet but like the first 20 30 minutes of this film like it opens with a fight scene it's over pretty quickly and then we literally just follow rocky around the the sort of inciting incident doesn't happen for like 30 40 minutes into the movie and Stallone goes to so much trouble to put in these scenes that have no purpose on the plot, but are pure characterization to make us care about Rocky. He's a good guy. He's trying to look out for like the kids on the street. He's singing with the people out (laughs) by like the trash can fire. Speaking of which fun fact, that's his brother. Is it really? Yeah. No way. Frank Stallone Jr. That's his brother singing, singing on the, on the curb. But that, like, that's my point is that like he goes to so much trouble to make Rocky likable. And I think it's really effective. I think Rocky is a really likable character. I think that you're with him because even when you see him being right, like even the first time you see him involved in organized crime, he's nice. He lets the guy off. He doesn't break his legs. Right. And so like everything in the first 30 to 40 minutes of the film is about making Rocky likable and making you root for him because that's what the entire film hinges on. And then there's and then there's the date scene and it's the only time that I was like, yeah, Rocky is not a good guy. Like he's not the victim of fate like so many other times portrayed him. He's not he's not like this really nice sort of affable guy. Like he's a little predatory sometimes. And I just I don't think that's a part of the film that gets enough attention. All right, so what what are what are some other things you guys want to talk about? I mean, I have a whole page full of notes. What did you guys think about him not winning? I thought that was a choice. So I didn't know, right? I mean, I'm, 
I didn't know who, who was going to win the fight. I don't. Did you know at the time? Yeah. Like, it's one of those things that I just like, I know so many movie facts from movies I've never seen. Yeah. Um, Like that one where I'm like, oh, yeah. He, like, I knew Rocky Balboa. Mm-hmm. I knew the Italian Stallion. I knew Apollo Creed. I knew that he lost. I knew Adrian. I knew Mickey. You know? Yeah. I'm pretty sure you didn't spoil it for me when we were watching it together because I remember not being sure. Right. If they were going to have him win or have oh, yeah. him lose. I remember you brought it up and I was like, I don't know if he wins. Maybe <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming it's a movie, right? Of course he wins at the end. Yeah. Know? And and I remember throughout the movie, I went back and forth several times based off of what I th- thought they were going to do with it. I don't really think it mattered. You know, I think if he went, I think going the distance and still losing at the end works just as well as if he had won out of nowhere. Well, I'll say this. Like, I was debating this with somebody at work the other day. My opinion is that they do not make it very clear that he lost. I was a little mm-hmm. unclear as the movie ended. And it is not helped by the fact they that... They said it. Everything in the film, the score, the way they're cutting it, everything, is triumphant. It is. Right? So, like, there's something interesting in that, that, like, even though he lost they chose to portray it triumphantly because it's supposed to be a triumph the triumph is that he as a nobody as an underdog went the distance with the heavyweight champion right just 15 rounds is what it was right yeah so what i think is really interesting about that is that it's more realistic i think right i think if you tried to get that made in like a studio environment today nobody would have it he has to win Mm-hmm. Right. Like you can't have triumph without victory. I would I would agree with you maybe 10 years ago, but I feel like there's so many like weird independent uh, mold breaking movies today that I think that would it would it would happen today. Definitely. Because because of people like us that, that, you know, like we're not like so special. Like I think people in their late 20s, early 30s or whatever are kind of that way. We're like, we don't want to see just happy stories every time. We want real shit. Yeah. Like the I real mean, life can suck sometimes. In the end, I like I think I liked it better. I think it was a good choice. I mean, I don't think I would have been unhappy if he won, right? I think it still would have been a fun thing to watch, but I thought it made more sense, I guess. With with everything else they were leading up to. I thought it I thought it fit that he lost, but you know, went the distance with him. Because I, th- I think if he won, it would undercut the whole point of the movie of giving it your all. Like, yeah, in the face of insurmountable odds, give it your all. Go go for it. Because that's all he did. It. He just brute forced his way through that match. Right. Yeah. It, like, that was his thing. Like, he wasn't even, like, technically better than Apollo at all. He right. was just, like, he could take a whole lot of punches and just keep going because mm-hmm. Apollo was in the top of his game. Didn't really have much to prove. And Rocky's like, this is my, this is it. Like, if I don't, if Just I don't keep going, no matter what, until I'm dead. Like, if, like <laughs> if I don't keep doing this and I don't stay in the fight, then what, then what the hell am I doing? Like, what's the point of my life? You know, and it's that kind of like, maybe not so like morose, but I think that's the whole point of the movie of like, win or lose. Like, if you give it your all, then you've already won, you know, then you are triumphant because you didn't like, you're not going to like be on your deathbed going like, I wish I had tried this and done that and whatever. You're like, yeah, I, I was out there. I fought the best. I lost. But and I did it's still it. enough to put him on the map. Yeah. Right? Because people watched that and they saw how far he got. Just like Ali and Wepner. Like, Wepner, you know, lost. 
mm-hmm. but went the distance, like surprised everybody, was like as tenacious as fuck, uh, and became a local hero for a long time. Uh, let uh, let's let's go let's let's go to some little tidbits. <laughs> uh, okay, Stallone. That's for, the guy. Uh, he showed his first draft of the script that he wrote in three days uh, to his wife, who didn't like Rocky the character or like the general tone of the movie because how dark and nasty uh, Stallone had written him. So he went back to the drawing board and rewrote it a, a, a few times since then. So the original story had big, huge, major differences. So uh, Adrian was originally Jewish. Mickey was really racist, so the N-word a whole lot. What difference does Adrian being Jewish have? It was just a difference. I don't know. I don't know what... Mm-hmm. Po- what... <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what effect it had in the story. I, no one has the original draft, but cool. She was Jewish. I don't know. Yeah, let's move past it. Yeah. <laughs> Polly, the Polly character was actually originally Adrian's uh, mother instead of her brother. Uh, Apollo Creed was originally Jamaican. Uh, mm. And the script. What? <laughs> no, I would have liked it. Although, what's his face did such a great job. Billy, Joe, Bob. Carl Billy Weathers, Dean, Carl Weathers, <laughs> Carl Weathers, <laughs> the, very, it. the very famous actor, Carl Weathers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. He was in something. I know him from something. Arrested Predator. Development. No. Yes. Well, As himself. I'm just saying that's what I know. I know him from something. Not that. Arrested Predator. Development. Yeah, I haven't finished that. Predator. Uh, that could be it. Uh, and the script ended with Rocky throwing the fight and uh, opening a pet store for Adrian with the money that he made. Wow. That yeah. is different. So I don't know exactly why he was going to throw it. I think the fight was raids. Obviously, it was raids. Mm-hmm. But I think by the same CD underworld that he was working for in the beginning, he never really stopped being a leg breaker, you know, an enforcer. And so at the end, I think... It was supposed to be one of those things where like his group comes in and influences a fight and they're like, yeah, we rigged this shit. So you better dive and we'll give you this huge amount of money, whatever. And then he does. But then it was supposed to be like a redeeming thing that he opened the pet store. And I think his wife is the one that was like, I don't think this works. Your character is not a hero. <laughs> he still is a mafia dude. Like he's still an enforcer and he threw the fight, which isn't cool. I think the like, changes are probably better. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she obviously had a great influence on him. <laughs> She's like, yeah, this is dark as shit, and I don't like anybody in this movie. I, I don't like it. And he's like, okay, shit, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, let's let's find some other... What other uh, tidbits do you have, Tyler? I'm curious about some other little 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 fact bits about this. Little tie bits. When, uh, when Carl Weathers uh, read for the part, the famous actor, Carl Weathers? Yes. Harry Dean Weathers? <laughs> yeah. Harry Dean Weathers is his name. <laughs> All right. Who's the guy that plays Lando Calrissian? That's the name that I keep. Billy Joe Brothers. Uh, that's, oh, God damn it. You put me on the spot. Billy D. Williams. <laughs> Billy D. Williams. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, what the hell? Uh, Carl Weathers, when he was. Uh, Billy Dean Weathers. Oh, my God. <laughs> when he was auditioning for the part, he uh, 
he like did his lines and then you know he was reading with Stallone himself because he was such a part of the 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 movie creation process that he was there. He wasn't like, doing it solo. Solo. Stolo. He wasn't doing it solo. Why do you bring that up? He wasn't Stallone. What? Ugh. I think he went to Solo because of Han Solo because... No. No? No, because I needed to get to Alone for Stallone. You're terrible. (laughs) You're making me upset. You're all making me upset right now. Careful there. We're now getting dumb and offensive. <laughs> this is our this is our big return for the podcast, and this is the direction we're gonna go. We're gonna no, offend no, no, everybody no, 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 and no, no, no. be We have a fresh editor who I'm sure would make us sound great no matter what. And we'll no pressure. all the offensive stuff. I like having blemishes well, in the show. It I makes us more real. Then I don't know and why it's you would easier complain. to edit. I like hearing uh, <laughs> real dirt, you know, like like, like real. Like I want to see mm, the sound of dirt. pimples. Mm, mm. I want to see pimples. I want to hear them. Mm. I want to I want to I want to hear mistakes and hear then the sound of them. Retractions out for mistakes. Mm, that's yeah. good stuff. Sweeping statement. Anyways, Tyler is not editing my, these. Can episodes? I finish my fucking tidbit? It's a really juicy one. Ooh. Like a pimple. Like a pimple. Carl Weathers, when he was reading with Sylvester Stallone. Billy Dean Weathers. Stop. He, he, when he was done, he was like, okay, yeah, that was really fun. Uh, so can, I think I'll do better if I read with a real actor. Because he was reading with Sylvester Stallone, who was an unknown dude at the time. And then the casting director's like, um, this is the lead right here. This is Rocky himself. And Carl's like, huh, all right, well. Hopefully he gets better. <laughs> wow. And, and, That's rough. But Sylvester's like, this guy. I want this guy. Because that was perfect for Apollo Creed. Yeah. Know? I guess that makes sense. Because they they had, I, I don't have a list of names, but they auditioned a bunch of people that they were considering. And then and then that reading happened with Carl Weathers. And they're like, that guy right this there. This guy hates my guts. Let's keep him. <laughs> well, he just had a lot, of, a lot of braggadocio. He was just like, he just walks in like, you know, top of the world. I mean, already. that was like, the character. Am I going to get a real actor to work with? And then when they revealed like, <laughs> this is the lead actor, he was like, all right, well, hopefully it gets better. <laughs> you know, like this is Apollo Creed. Like, this he, is great. He was fucking great in yeah. that role. Oh, he was. Yeah. That, that role was amazing. Uh, I love that character. I, I, I want to now, after seeing this movie, I want to go back and like, I heard Rocky two. Actually, all of them are decent from what I've heard. This is now a Rocky <laughs> podcast we're just gonna do all the movies i hear they're all, right. all decent but they you know progressively get worse as they go along until well, you get don't to get next week crazy next week well, there's a robot in four yeah that's what i thought <laughs> i thought they go a little off the rails yeah. next week is a tyler episode which it's means that he Tyler. might choose something that is basically a film that we've already seen and i, I absolutely have one picked out already <laughs> I wish we could get movie As suggestions. He gets on his laptop. I've been on my laptop. What are you talking about? This whole time, I'm looking at show notes. Uh, anybody want to talk about anything else? Or are we headed towards ratings? I can keep going with these cool notes. Like, uh, he did all this work, Matt. And you're oh, not even gave him the time right. to like okay. how during it? the screening of the movie to the oh. directors guild. Oh my god! Stallone thought the reactions tell the, me. in the crowd were negative. <laughs> Uh, and he was what? convinced that yeah. the audience hated it and he Jesus. wasn't liking the movie. I the can't whole time. believe it. 
Is everyone inebriated enough for the, this being the end of the podcast? <laughs> well, let's see. So we we were discussing, dear audience member, mm. whether or not we you. should implement a rule. Uh, by this point, Tyler has inevitably cut in the alcohol tasting that we did pre-podcast. I was thinking of doing that at the very end. Or he hasn't, because you'll hear it soon. And You know how like you watch a TV show or you watch a movie... And then the credits happen at the very end. They have a sound clip from something that was either cut or a really funny part of the show that you just watched. I'm going to do that. That's a blooper reel. No. Uh, King of the Hill. You watch you watch an episode, credits roll. And at the very end, when the production logo comes up, you hear a clip from the episode itself that was really funny. Separated. Okay. So we're still working on the structure. We discussed an optional <laughs> nah, <got> rule <laughs> uh, <laughs> where we have to finish all of the alcohol. Mm-hmm. That we bought for the evening. How many have the you episode had? ends? It's a really dangerous rule, I think. Uh, this is uh, yeah, so just drink we, a bottle of any percent alcohol. <laughs> I mean, it's between three people, so one bottle isn't crazy, mm. right? It's not crazy. We but have, I wouldn't call it responsible. We're pretty close, actually. We, we have. We would each have to do maybe an inch each from the bottle. But what's the diameter of the bottle? Yeah, I don't have that information at hand. Also, Devin hasn't had his beer, and I drank Tyler's beer. I think I don't want mine. <laughs> That's what I think. So, the beer here's, is here's beer my proposal. Is. Because I had somebody else's beer, I think Devin and Tyler should split the rest of this bottle. Okay. I'm right. starting to like it now that I've drunk a Give bunch of it. Give <laughs> me your glasses. I still yep. have some in mine. I know. I'll pour it on top. So does Tyler. So while Matt's fucking finally distracted and doing something other than talking, mm-hmm. let, me, God damn it. God. let me get to this tidbit that I was trying to talk about where, uh, so during the screening of the film uh, for the uh, director's guild, not, not like a test screening, not the first screen, but like these are all respected people in the industry, the directors. Um, he wasn't getting much feedback in the audience while watching it. He was there with his mother. Uh, and so he started to doubt the movie throughout the whole thing. And especially because he wasn't like a writer before that. Like he he's a writer because he wrote a movie, but he wasn't accomplished at all for anything at that point. He was just a dude with $100 and uh, a lucky break with some casting directors. That's the whole reason why the movie was looked at in the first place. Where he was just like... During during a, a casting, he was like, oh, by the way, like he wasn't even right for the part. And he turned around. And he's like, by the way, I, I, I do some writing, too, if you're interested. And they're like, oh, yeah, what you're writing? And he's like, oh, a plot for this boxer movie. And they're like, all right, well, why don't you come in tomorrow and bring it in? That's the reason why hmm. the movie exists. So he, he doubted himself the entire time. The, the, the movie he thought was a flop. No one was freaking out during like the, the boxing scenes. No one was like. Oh, during like the love scenes or whatever, he's getting nothing. And so he's like, God damn it. The movie's a flop. No one likes it. I'm just going to walk out of here with my mom and take butt kiss, (laughs) go back home. And yeah, it's not even bup kiss. It's butt kiss. B-U-T-K-U-S. Why would you name your dog that? I mean, it is a word, butt kiss, but it's it's fair. I I did have a cat at one point that was named Bitches. (laughs) That's so much worse. (laughs) Butt kiss means zero, like nothing. (laughs) But (laughs) bitches is just like there's no mincing words. No, she was she was great. 
just a bitch. Oh, by the way, now she that was multiple. <laughs> now that we're doing the show in this apartment with uh, my cat, uh, Deandra, who walks around. Deandra Reynolds? Deandra Reynolds. She looks like a bird. She does. And she'll never be an actor. <laughs> uh, she likes to walk around and meow a lot, so you'll probably hear her at some point. During yeah, the she show. likes to do voices all the time. I don't think she's been yeah. over here all, all episode, actually. No, not this episode. I'm surprised. I feel like if we start doing it on Saturdays like we were planning and a little bit earlier, she'll that's like between three and five is when she walks around meowing. Anyway, uh, so when he walked out of the theater, everyone had already left at that point. They were just all gone. And he started walking down this three flight uh, stairs. He's like, first flight. This, this is a quotes from him. He's like, first flight, feeling shitty. Second flight, just feeling like crap. And then third flight, he gets to the bottom and the entire audience is there you know, uh, waiting for him and they all start applauding and he like totally caught off guard, thought the movie was a total failure and sees this entire crowd just like applauding for him. And he has this, like he said that he hasn't really had like a better moment since then in his life. That's kind of sweet. And that's the way. Yeah. And that actually draws a parallel to the ending of Rocky where Mm. it ends at, and this is the way that, Sylvester Stallone uh, describes it himself where the very end is a freeze frame on like the happiest moment of Rocky Balboa's life where he's accomplished the the unaccomplishable. He 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 fought the champion and, and made it 15 rounds and then he's all bloody and bruised and then the love of his life comes up and gives him a hug and so he's the happiest he's ever been and probably ever will be and then they froze the movie right on his face right. and just faded into credits. Um, and he said that that was a parallel to when he like showed the movie to everybody because they had an original, they had a different ending originally and then what changed was the ending it. before? So originally uh, it was him and Adrian don't call each other's names in the crowd as the fight's ending. And then Rocky and yo Adrian. (laughs) Yeah. So Rocky and yo Adrian don't yell each other's names (laughs) and then meet up and then hug. And then the movie freeze frames, they go, he he starts walking. So the fight ends and then he's like looking for her and she's not around. And then he starts like working through the crowd and goes like kind of backstage and she's back there by herself. And then they have an embrace there and then they just walk off through an empty hallway just full of trash and litter and stuff and no fans and no fanfare. And they just fade off through the hallway into the distance because mm. originally it was supposed to be kind of like Rocky cares more about Adrian and that relationship in his in his life of just being happy more than being a fighter. But that kind of undercuts the whole theme of just giving it your all. So right. they changed it to the big elated moment of hugging and then the freeze frame on his face of like the, the, the moment, you know? And I, I don't know if they changed it because of that moment on the stairwell after the, the screening of the movie or not, but it draws a parallel just like, so like the, the first movie was a nobody just like Stallone. He had nothing. He had, he just went for it and got this movie made just like Rocky got the fight done. You know, even though he lost, just like Stallone thought that the movie would flop. Uh, Then the second movie, I mean, I haven't seen anything past Rocky one, but the second movie is Rocky not really being able to deal with all this newfound fame and glory. Just like Stallone didn't really know how to deal with all this newfound fame and glory of 
being the rock of being Rocky Balboa. And then uh, three was him like rising in fame. Four was like the pinnacle of fame, just like Stallone in the movies where like four had the biggest like gross of all the movies because everyone's like Rocky fever. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Three of them were amazing. Fourth one can't fail, you know? Uh, (laughs) And then five was the, the decline from the pinnacle of fame. And then years later we have the expendables three (laughs) (laughs) Uh, because he's aging in, in, in five. Huh? Are they only up to three? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> They've done three. I'm, I'm sure they're going to do four at some point. Oh, as far I would as I have know. thought it was more than that. I haven't seen any of them, nor nor will, will I ever hmm. voluntarily. Hmm. Unless you do a uh, Clockwork Orange style, like keep my eyes open for it. They do have four. Really? Yeah. Boom. Uh, actually... It's scheduled for April this year, next month. We should go watch it. For number four? Yeah. Yeah. For a classic movie podcast or a seminal (laughs) movie podcast, let's Let's go watch Expendables 4. Expendables 4. As it releases. Next episode, confirmed. (laughs) You can count on it. (laughs) Mm. I found my movie. Just now. You found it? You found it. What is it? A little have to do our numbers first. We have to do our number f- numbers first. That's okay. Right. That's all your tidbits, or do you want to cut in audiovisual? I have more, but that's a, that's 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 all we have time for. That's fine. That's good enough. Cool. No one wants also, to did everyone know tidbits. that Rocky uh, Stallone had trouble becoming that's, Rocky? Everyone they wanted other people tidbit. to be Rocky, and he was like he passed up a huge amount of money to 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 like forcefully be Rocky himself. It's, Anybody now? Let me let me just go over that real quick because it's a huge thing. It's like one of the one of the one of the one of the one things that people talk about Rocky the franchise. Say Tyler. They wanted uh like Robert Redford or hang on, I got the names. Oh, this is good podcasting. They wanted James Caan <laughs> or Burt Reynolds or uh Ryan O'Neill as uh Rocky. Ryan O'Fucking Neal. Because no one knew who Sylvester Stallone was, and so yeah. like, look, we'll give you three hundred like they, they kept going up and up and up until they reached three hundred and forty thousand dollars in nineteen sixty uh nineteen seventy six. So like we'll give you three hundred and forty thousand dollars for your script. We like your script. We don't know you. Just give us a script and we'll make a movie out of it. And he, with a hundred dollars to his name, was like, I can't nah. do this. <laughs> like he said he couldn't live with himself if he sold it off and the movie was huge and it wasn't him as Rocky because he basically wrote it to be himself. I mean, apparently it was a smart choice. Absolutely. He made the right call. He absolutely did. All right, he, but hold on. How many wrong calls <laughs> do we not know about? Kids. Don't think about that. Don't go into the arts. It's a terrible right. Yeah, no, you can just go in and become a famous movie actor. I disagree. If it's your dream. Kids, if you're actually a kid, go into the arts if you love it. If it's not working out in like five, ten years, quit and do something that <laughs> will make you money. Keep going. Don't ever stop, no matter what. These no, what you should do is quit about. doing that full time. Get a job to make some money about. and then do your passions you part time. We all work about. the same job, Matt. Do we, though? Look at this. This is an arts thing. <laughs> Look at this creative expression that we're all Wait, bringing are you to the table. This our job? No. Because we all have the same. We're just saying. We all work at the same place <laughs> outside of this. <laughs> I'm just saying we're still doing it. <laughs> uh huh. We don't have the same job, though. 
we we have we work at the same place. I think finding artistic outputs is crucial to a life well lived. I think trying to make stop right there. <laughs> trying to make your career an it, artistic output is a recipe for disaster. Your wife has a career that's an artistic output. Does that not make me well disposed to comment on this? She seems to like it. She doesn't actually. Hey, Matt, wow. I'm the editor. Do you want She's me to keep listen this to part this? in? Yeah, she is. Is she going to be upset with you? <laughs> Maybe only for outing her before she was prepared to be outed to the you know community. If you ever give your last name and people find out. <laughs> they won't. They don't know. Except she's tweeted about this podcast a couple times. Oh, there you go. That's a problem. <laughs> How many followers does she have? A lot, I think. Mm. But I also think she deleted her Twitter. Maybe. I'm making a face for the audio Listeners. audience. We can hear it. In, <laughs> which is all of you because we don't have cameras. <laughs> we heard it in your voice. <laughs> so what's your rating, Tyler? <gasps> What would you give no, it? No, 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 hold on. What? What did it's I miss? always the person who picked first. All right, I picked the movie. I liked the movie. Cool. It was fun. It was okay. That was great. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> you give it a like out of 10. I'd so- give it a A-OK out of 10. <laughs> you got to give it a number. Yeah, I guess I'd give it a uh, maybe like a... Uh, I'd give it a... Maybe, maybe, maybe Decisive like a, Devin. That's what we call him at work. <laughs> I gave it a, a seven, seven point nine. Seven point nine went to the tenth, lady and gentlemen. <laughs> well, so I don't want to give it an eight. It was okay. It was a fun. It was fun. Yeah, okay. It, it wasn't fun enough for me to rewatch it and to prepper to prepare for this this episode, but <laughs> to prepper for it. To prepper for it. In yeah. fact, I remember hearing a conversation between you and your your roommate in which he said. Ah, maybe we should rewatch it. And you said, ah, do we have we, to? We together had a discussion actually about how we were, we were going to rewatch it together. How'd that go? Uh, it went well. Yeah. I, I, I played a lot of Apex that night. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think we both played a lot of Apex actually. <laughs> we, instead. we took yeah. turns playing Apex instead of watching the movie yeah, yeah. for the podcast. <laughs> that I, sounds uh, like I, the, I won my first game instead of watching. It sounds like the apex of your hypocrisy. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> well, you are the nadir of honesty comp- being complimenting. Yeah, of honesty. <laughs> so I gave my rating 7.9. All right. And Tyler, Tyler, what, what would what would you say? I'm sorry, what'd you give it? I What does know, that matter? No, 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 don't tell him. I'm not gonna tell you. Over it. What what would you what would you say? If you had to give it from a scale of, of one to ten. Oh, is that the scale? That's the scale. It goes from 1 to 10. Optional. You, <laughs> you can, can make up pick, your own scale so long as you define it for you us. You can pick any number to oh, the 10th Oh, I give power. it a bookshelf. Out of what? Out of a uh, building. Bookshelf right. to building? Define that for us. <laughs> and you'd give it a bookshelf score? That's the lowest score if the scale is from bookshelf to building. I'm is sorry. It? I want to retract that. I feel I like plank that. would be the lowest. <laughs> I retract that. I give it a, a support beam out of building. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. That's the skeleton. That's, That's pretty good. Like basically a 9.5. You can't, you can't have a building without a support beam. That's right. true. So if you were then to tra- just for ease of use, <laughs> if you were to translate the 
uh, support beam to building <laughs> ratio into a one to ten sort of scale. Right, right. Just All so right. that we can sort of compare and contrast. Sure, know? sure, sure. Let me, let me, let me just do the math. <laughs> let me uh, carry the two. <laughs> so my my ratings are purely out of enjoyment mm-hmm. for myself watching it, and not really like on any kind of academic sense. Is that true? I feel like you've said before. Maybe that was Devin, but I feel like I remember hearing you say, I feel like it's a good movie, but I didn't particularly enjoy it. And then you gave it a relatively high score. I don't think I that would was say me. that would do the opposite. They'd be like, this is a good movie. I, I didn't particularly enjoy it. And they give it a lower score. I like bad movies. No, no, no. I know for a fact that you, Devin, have said it. I may yeah, have. You said it on eight and a half. Yeah, I feel like I would have said that for eight me? and a half. We're talking about me, Tyler. Get with the program. You gave your score. We're talking about my score. It was 7.9. It was You bullshit. were taking too long. We've moved past. <laughs> we're back onto me again. I like how Devin is so indecisive. He can never give a full number score. <laughs> it always has to be by a degree. So there's some I kind think of- a 7.9 is a fair rating. Mm-hmm. Look at IMDb. Does IMDb do it's fair? A- no, 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 no. Don't tell me the answer until it's we fair do all for a Charlie Brown wishy-washy kind of person. No, it's perfect. It's perfect. Uh, I uh, I really agree with both of you have said, even though they're contradictory statements. <laughs> I am going to give this movie a uh, a seven out of ten. I really enjoyed it. There's a lot of problems in it that kept me from enjoying it completely. Um. And I also don't give a shit about boxing or any kind of like sport or especially one that's like so violent, manly. I don't really give a shit about. But the movie itself and the message itself really resonates with me, the, the, especially because he lost. I think there's something about that that really hits with me. I don't know if it has anything to do with uh, my own my own kind of like, I don't know, value of my own self-worth or what. But the, but the idea of somebody who is seen if even by himself as a loser, just saying fuck it and going for it, even for something that seems like a losing deal, he's not going to make it. Everybody's betting against him. And he just does it anyway. Just just puts it in. It's a classic underdog story. Yeah. There's something about underdog stories that really hit home with me. I don't know why. Like underdog, the live action movie. Right. <laughs> uh, based off Wasn't of that amazing cartoon series. Yeah. Uh, underdog. Was there actually a live action? There was. There was. Early no, there 2000s. Wasn't. I have seen it. Early 2000s was really shitty CG. <laughs> it was not good. Oh, man. <laughs> we should watch that. Next it's, movie. It's, it's on par with the Garfield movies. <laughs> I haven't seen those. Me neither, but. I have seen all of those. Judging on the trip. Really? Ooh. I have. Oh, boy. My brother was really into them. Uh do you think Jared. we should do like a like a like a sister uh, bad movie podcast or something? I approve of that <laughs> idea. Can we drive out Jared from where is he? Doesn't matter. From somewhere in Western Mass every time to do the mad. We don't have a fourth pod. Yeehaw, Matt! Words. You're on a Yeehaw. roll. Words. They're tricky. Are you? Have you? Have you given your rating, Tyler? You gave it in what a is seven? It? You gave it a seven. What did? You, what, what are you going to give it, Matt? Uh, seven feels right to me. Seven feels right to you. Yeah. Um, just for the record, no, I didn't have anything to follow that up. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can do your follow up first, and then I'll go back to my point. How? Did, what did you think about it? You gave yeah, it. Yeah, I want, I want yeah. to know your your no, analytics. No, no. I I know Tyler is. Um, editing this so i have full faith that he's gonna let this awkward silence where we all judge devin for being a jackass just play 
Don't Why expect a whole lot silence? of don't expect a whole lot to be cut out, to be honest. So I'm just giving a warning right now. Expect more to be spliced in than cut out of the show. Matt, you were saying? Yeah, so I gave it a seven. <laughs> I don't know if anyone can tell. I can tell. Just just from knowing Matt and looking at his mannerisms over there, he's drunk as shit. <laughs> That's oh, super drunk. Yeah, man. That beer was stronger than I thought he it was. We will need to use ride sharing to get home. <laughs> that is a thing that I planned for. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, seven. I I you know, like I get I you know, we've had this conversation before where like I'm not sure how um <laughs> I'm not sure how significant this film is. I think is. Matt's a seven out of ten right now. <laughs> I'm not sure how significant this yeah. film is <laughs> I agree. in sporting films. Mm-hmm. Uh I have a feeling that this sort of dictated everything that was to come behind it in sporting films. Um I'm not a particular fan of sporting films. Uh I like your term sporting films well it's a very sporty you, film it's a, uh, it's a sport film <laughs> sport movies sports movies i like a sporting the, film look i love the sports ball i love when they score the points and win the games <laughs> <laughs> when they shoot the hoops and get the field goals <laughs> ironically i probably like sports most out of it all three of us probably you think so I will on occasion watch a football game. Devin, do you watch any sports? I do not. Do you watch any sports, Tyler? I don't. Mm. <laughs> so? Although, do you watch any esports, Devin? I do watch esports. What mm. esports do you watch? Hmm? What esports do you watch? There was an Apex tournament that I watched. Oh. So you watched an esport. I've also watched uh, Super Smash tournaments. Are those the ones that I sent you? When did you send me a Super Smash? That may have video. just been Tyler. I pretty much just text Tyler about video games. Yeah. No, I watch uh, Super Smash tournaments relatively frequently, actually. Mm. He so is I've, a known YouTube whore. And that has the word sport in it. So you know it's a real sport. I disagree with the idea that sports have ha- like are intrinsically involved with physicality. So I think esports are valid as a sport. Like if chess is a sport, then playing video games is a sport. Well, hold on. Who said chess was a sport? I think a sport. Oh, so if fox hunting. Hold up right there. I got something to say. I got to I gotta question your presupposition. What's your idea of a sport? Because I think a sport is just anything competitive. Mm. I uh, I think I agree philosophically. I don't. I wouldn't really consider esports sports in the classical sense i consider them kind of their own thing yes. not that they're any less valid i actually agree with this but i think they're their own thing have i yeah, watched sports and enjoyed them yes do i think that they go in the same bucket as like they do not fit in the same basket anyways blowing past this just for the record you both gave it a seven correct yes Okay, you and gave I it a seven point nine. You synchronize it so well. You gave a seven point nine because you can't commit. Not you. I'm not high fiving. I didn't give a seven point nine because I can't commit. Smack. This movie officially. Smack. This movie officially has a rating of eight point one, which means I was the closest and I won. What's official? <laughs> IMDb. 
Mm. Is that official enough for you? Mm. Well, let's check. Uh, let's check uh, Rotten Tomatoes, right? Mm. That's the that's the people's. Here's the thing, though. The people's rating. And as I get older, this is what I I actually come to believe. Is oh, that, that ratings don't matter. No, that like uh like mob mentality is a real thing. Oh yeah. And that things are dramatically overrated or underrated. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I 100% agree. Yeah, because we're uh, the two oldest on this podcast. That's something that you you start to... I mean, sure. that's not true. So that's, that's something that I've, start to, I'm gonna, I've started to notice yeah. while I'm aging is uh, that critics... I, I like critics... That, so, like, say I'm like... A, I'm, a, I'm a huge nerd. Kotaku, right? Like, I'm, sure. I'm a big nerdy video game dude. So, like, Kotaku, they stopped... I don't know when. They stopped doing numbered reviews... Oh, I like that, actually. I like that, too, because I think, you know, we're just a entertainment podcast. We're not trying to, like, give a real critique because these movies are old as yeah, hell. They're decades super old. super unofficial. <laughs> right. This is our personal score. Right. And it's it's like a fun thing to listen to. I knew that was going to happen. This is a fun thing <laughs> to for, listen for everyone, to. For everyone wondering, he just knocked down some of the sound foam that was on our wall that he's been leaning up against for this entire <laughs> recording because all three of them are held up by one nail each <laughs> that you put up that's right i knew this was gonna happen yeah um because i think that like for our scoring this is purely entertainment it has nothing to do with actual critique it's just like what is our modern like one out of ten score for this movie that's really old in a modern context for three dudes that somehow represent all of people today in modern, in well modern i mean we don't even remotely represent all of people today i don't represent anybody we you even said perfect it in the, diverse sample you said it in the opening to one of our episodes you said we are three white middle class cis dudes straight cis dudes i think you said. I'm lower middle class come on man <laughs> like you two may be middle class what a plan no 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 Matt, you're upper middle class what? Devin, you're middle class i am definitely lower middle class to poverty level like, my family grew up on fucking food stamps. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't go to college. None of my family went to college, you know? Yeah, college. That's actually pretty accurate. Those guys. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> any hoozle. Uh, so, I, I, I appreciate, um, because I don't agree with number scores as far as, like, an actual academic, like, critique of something. So, how do they, how do they grade things now? They don't. They just go How like they great things. I, they they show they, they they say like I played this game for this many hours. I completed this much of the game, and here's what I thought. And that's it. Oh, interesting. That might so be you a better have system. to read the entire thing. There's yes. no like TLDR. There's for, a, there's a TLDR of like here's what we liked, here's what we didn't like, um, and here's how much we played on what system like what console or pc or whatever but there's no like number that no. you can just look at it's just here's how we felt about it here's how this one person felt about it and then they mm. even have sometimes like conflicting uh opinions where someone who also played it around the same time who maybe didn't read like write an entire review that big was just like i read the review i agree with these points i don't agree with these points maybe you like this stuff maybe you don't like this stuff it's more of a review of like Hey, if you're into XYZ, you may love it. If you're not into those, you may not like it. Or who knows? But th but this is what I played. This is what I felt. And this is why I felt this way. Take that as you will. Which I think is so much better than like, 
this game based off of this one person who has a completely different worldview and life story than you do gives it a 9 out of 10, which means somehow this means this game is a 9 out of 10. You know, For the record, this movie on Rotten Tomatoes got a 9.3. I think... I, which seems high to me. Like, yeah, I mean... I think it... it was, uh, so this is the, like the eternal question, right? How much context do you apply to the rating? It's an indie film. It came from almost nothing. And it was... That's fair. Hugely influential. Yeah. Well, for that indie, purpose, it's actually pretty impressive. With that yeah. context, really impressive. Just as a film as mm. a thing that I experienced and enjoyed or didn't set of seven out of 10. I don't know about you guys, but there's been a couple times where I've run up against this, right? Where I say like, you know, how, how should I judge this film in its place in history? And how should I judge this film just on its own merits as I experience it today? Um, and I don't know that there's a clean answer to that. But like for me, if I just have to judge it as a film that I experienced today, it's uh it's seven out of ten. I'm I'm sure that like its place in history is more significant than that. But like I'm I I, I give it that rating with that information in my brain. So so you base your rating off of that kind of like history too, not just like No, I'm saying that I try not to, right? Like okay. I try to just say, like, what was my honest reaction to the film, which is like seven out of ten in this case. You give it a rating without context. Right. And then usually if you listen back to what I say after I give the number or before I give the number, I try to take the context into account a little bit. Mm. Um, And I think that's the only fair way you can do it, right? Like I had a reaction to the film. I give that a number. And then I try to say, like, Here's the reasons that that number might not be super valid. Yeah, I, again, for the second time this episode, 100% agree. If I just base it off of like pure enjoyment, I'm pr- probably still a seven, even though with the context, you know, it might be a little lower. Oh, this awkward pause is because Matt's making a crazy-ass face while I'm talking. Devin touched my foot with his foot. Ooh, you know, that's justified. It was an accident. Uh, And there's nothing homophobic about it. It's Devin. Devin touching your leg. Wow. He transcends all genders and how disgusting he is. Yeah, Matt, if you were to touch my leg, probably wouldn't even phase me. But Devin touching my leg? Uh, uh, Don't do it! (laughs) Get the fuck out of here! (laughs) All right, so I think that's it, right? We gave our ratings. Now it's time for the. Uh, Ooh, the this is my favorite part. I really like the this outro part. song. I no no no. What? what? What's next week? Yeah. Oh, what's next week? Jesus. I totally forgot. Jesus, we got to pick a movie. That's like <laughs> you're trying to give us another year and a half. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we never chose a thing on the air. Oh, that's you. It? That's you, Devin. That's what I sound like. I don't know. I don't. We know. never chose a thing on the air. <laughs> Okay, so we never chose a thing on the air. <laughs> You're just doing a voice for a voice's sake. It doesn't even sound like me. Don't, it don't even sound like me. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> okay, you guys ready? I'm oh. ready. I am. Oh, my I'm body already is ready. sitting down. Okay, so we are set. All right, cue drum roll. <laughs>
the movie for next week is Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> so this, even, what is that? I've never heard oh, that title. So Jesus this Christ, is man. a horror movie from 1968 Ooh. that I've heard of a million times and I've always wanted to see it. I've heard so many messed up things about it in the context of 1968. You've never seen it? I've never seen it. Have no. you seen it, Matt? That's I've, the question right there. The, the I, reason I, of the podcast, like that's the whole reason this exists, is that question. You've never, <laughs> You've seen, never seen it? Yeah. No. no and good, I want uh, to. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I want to see this movie because it's one of those that everyone's like, "You've never seen Rosemary's Baby?" We use that as a metric to go to to like measure <laughs> all other horror movies today. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The real question is, how long is it, Tyler? Mm. <laughs> all right. So uh, Tyler's never seen it. Devin's never heard I've, of it. I've never even heard of it. I have seen the last scene. I've seen the denouement. You've never uh, even heard of Rosemary's Baby? I've never even heard of it. I swear to God, boy. <laughs> wow, boy, you are in for something. I don't even know what it's about. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and like go in cold. <laughs> That's all I know. I'm in for something. I'm not Probably gonna look birth. anything, look up anything about it. I'm just gonna go in cold. And, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I just want to so, experience I, no, the movie. Pete, Pete behind the curtain. That's how I do we've it. Done I watch this, a movie blank, like nothing. I just the, watch the movie and then I research. We've done this. The before. best experiences I've had have been from doing that. We've done this before. And certain individuals do not follow through on it. But we should all write down our expectations and what we know about the film beforehand. And then we should write down how that diverged. The Delta. I have from none. What the I've never even is. heard the title. That's great. That's yours. That's Tyler mine. at least knows that it's a famous film and that it's a horror movie. And so, I know quite a bit more than that, but still have not seen the film all the way through. Did you see it's from the 60s? Well, shit. Why don't we do it in the previous episode like right now? So here's my knowledge of Ooh. Rosemary's Baby, right? Okay. My knowledge of Rosemary's Baby. Wait, no, no, no. Devin knows the least. You should go first. Okay, Devin. My knowledge of Rosemary's Baby is nothing. I've never even heard the title. You've literally never even heard the title. I've never heard that before. Okay, Matt. You are the dumbest kid. But if you, if you say what you know about it, then I'll know what you about, know about it. Right, which is why I have to go last. But then I'll still oh, know about it before so the, going into the I, movie. Oh, I got you. I don't want your knowledge. You can't say it. Let's not do this. Let's just okay. let's do it next week. Sure. No, I like the previous week. No, I I think he's right. What's more honest? We than can't talk than, about that. We're talking about right. Rocky today, and next week we'll talk about Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> because what's more honest than hearing the title and then talking about what you know about just the title, hearing it for the first time? It's not about honesty. It's about allowing. Devon to experience the film. That's right. This is about much, me, Tyler. Right? Like, we want as much of Devon's experience around the film to be about Devon as possible. We don't want, we want as little as Matt infecting that as possible. Yeah. I don't want to hear what Matt has to say mm. about anything ever. Okay. No, I see. I see what you guys are talking about. I get that. Okay. Let's do that. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about it at the top of the next episode. I definitely then. would like for you guys... Well, Devin doesn't have to because we know his. <laughs> I would like you, Tyler, to at some point in the next week write down what you know about Rosemary's Baby before you watch Rosemary's Baby. I like it. I like and I will idea. do the same. And then we can read those things on next week's episode and then talk about how the film actually diverged from that. So let's do that. So next episode, when I talk about why I picked it, what like what, what movie it is? Why I picked it at the top of the episode? Then we'll then we'll do a roundtable. Like okay, so what do you know of it? We'll start with Devin and then me and then you. Right. Got it. Great. Yeah. Let's do that. Sweet. Cool. Cool. All right. Oh right. Uh, the thing that Devin always tries to get me to do at the end. Of the this episode. is my favorite part. Gets you to do. This is my favorite part. 
And then historically that Matt has cut into the intro song, but will not be true anymore necessarily. You still got to do it. Who the fuck knows what I'm going to do? Yeah, it's I'm I'm actually super interested to listen to this episode. Hi, future Mm. Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, future Matt's not going to hear it. Future Tyler's going to hear past Matt talk about it. Yeah, but eventually future Matt will hear it. Uh, Oh, that's what Tyler did. Hey, future Matt. Well, unless I cut it and then delete all the stuff that we just recorded. Mm, You should expect Tyler to add things, not cut things. Yeah, I did say that, but maybe out of spite, I might do the opposite. Just, just spitballing some ideas. I don't Still know. interesting. <laughs> this movie was about a guy named Rocky, Rocky. And, <laughs> and he boxed some dudes. Dude. One named Creed. Cray. No one thought he could do it, do it. but then he went and he did it. Did. He went the distance. distance. Fifteen rounds. <laughs> With it, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, oh no, <laughs> I can't get past that. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. We're gonna do the beer first. So everybody. Oh, yeah, the beer. The beer, do I have the beer? Oh, I do have the beer. You guys are really gonna have a reaction to this <laughs> i'm not excited i thought you were gonna say like what are we drinking oh hey gonna... guys what 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 you drinking oh yeah, yeah. so we're, we're trying a new thing now that we've come back mm-hmm. and we're all in the same room at the same time we're all drinking the same thing and we tried to get we got two themed drinks tonight so we're gonna do them one at a time we're also synchronizing uh sips we all sip at the same time <laughs> yep which one of you guys picked this out uh tyler picked this beer that we're about to try and mm, also found sense. the whiskey that we're gonna try so tyler is the I'm, answer i'm good at themes <laughs> themed alcohol all right uh so we got from smut labs <laughs> that is the name this uh, is alcohol right this this is yeah this isn't it's, like some weird, like pervy bottled bodily fluid or some shit. Well, it's, it's from it's brown. from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. So yeah, I so who knows? I don't what know what they get up to up there. In um, Portsmouth, New Hampshire? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Do you ever hear the saying? Looks looks like someone just took the slow train back from <laughs> Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Uh, well, I have now. <laughs> I have never heard that saying. Anyway, this is an it's imperial stout aged in red wine barrels, and it's called the Stallion. Why red mm. wine barrels? That's the wrong alcohol that they're trying to make. I don't know, but it's called the stallion. It's only missing like Italian. The Italian stallion, although you just said that right there. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't like dark beers generally. Okay. Um, I don't either. Nor, and I like red wine, though, but I don't like the idea of mixing a port with <laughs> red wine. I don't love. I don't love an imperial stout. Not port. Yeah. A stout beer with red wine. Yeah. I guess we're going to find out. Uh, I'm not a stout uh, fan myself. I don't want it. All right. So that's three yes votes. Let's do it. But it's on theme. So cheers, guys. Cheers. Welcome back. Cheers. All right. <laughs> yep. I actually don't hate that. I don't like it. I don't mind the beginning of it. The aftertaste, not great. I'll oh, see. I was going to say, I think the aftertaste is what makes it. Really? Yeah, that red wine, like that little bit of um, like bitterness. Mm. Not even bitterness. What is it? It doesn't. It doesn't clobber you the way a stout normally does because the red wine cuts it. In yeah, a weird it's way. definitely less 
intense than most stouts that I've had before, but I don't know. All right. I'm going to take one more sip for the slow train from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. I'm just going to drink one of these. Mm. <laughs> All right. And then, then the other drink. Ha, <laughs> God. Okay. Uh, we found a whiskey called Mickey Finn. Mickey, like the trainer. Hey. Yeah. I You're cut, a bum, Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I cut the top of this. I didn't actually. It was screw off. But oh, screw off. It would be funny if I had had to cut it. Why? Uh, and oh, it like, is like an eye, like the pussy eye. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. That was well, so it was blood filled. I think. I don't think it was pussy. Like it the looked bottle. kind of white. I mean, it was fake blood, obviously. But yeah. Like it looked thick and gross. Uh, and this is a blended whiskey with natural apple flavors, which sounds disgusting uh, this sounds way less disgusting than what we just drank i think i'm gonna like this better than the last one but that's still a pretty low bar yeah. oh that's sweet you get it because it's a sweet alcohol uh, all right uh, boo. <laughs> the, uh, boo. Here's, here's don't think that i won't actively boo you on the show <laughs> <laughs> here's to the training montage Whoa. Woo, that's crazy. <laughs> that is a kick in. Sorry, a punch in the face. Yeah, yeah, that was like a body blow for me. I like this a lot better than the uh, than the beer, but still like, oh, man, that tasted. It's this is really whiskey? apple-y. Yeah. It's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's because it's cut with apples. Ugh. It's mostly apple, it tastes like. So this is all we have to drink for the whole show. Yeah, and we have to. This is the new system. Is <laughs> uh, One person has to provide themed drinks. I'm I am going with you guys next time. I was the provider. Well, uh, next time you're going to pick. The drink? Yeah. Oh, sweet. You'll be, you'll be responsible for providing a themed drink. So the requirements of each episode are you have to at least try to be on theme when you get the alcohol, and you have to be at least buzzed by the time the recording's done. You have to be on mic, slightly buzzed. Why? Content. Because our <laughs> content. Because our number one fan, shout out to uh, to the you know the guy. I Your won't pappy. name him. Uh, no, I would. It was not. It, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your brain surgeon, Pappy. Uh, yeah, uh, he is probably the only person to listen to this podcast other than my wife, uh, and he said we should get drunk more often. He said he missed drunk Tyler. Actually, that was, that was his exact <laughs> note for me. Yeah. See, but other people don't know that. You got to pretend like we're big already. Oh, right, right, right. I'm talking to you, listener, <laughs> even though there are millions. <laughs> exactly. Scores and scores of them. Mm. But you're special. You, the one right now. I know you're probably thinking to yourself, oh, he's talking to everybody. And it's not actually me, but you're wrong. I'm talking to you. We know who you are. And everything that we say, we're, <laughs> we're picturing your face in our heads while we're talking. Yeah. I know yeah. where you live. I'm recording this outside your house right now. Yeah. We're right out uh, in your backyard recording this, looking through your window, taking turns with the binoculars, <laughs> making comments on everything you're doing, like that shirt that you have on right now. I you don't like I think it I think it looks great on him, her, it. The shirt's not shim. not bad. It's just it doesn't work with uh, their frame. I don't I don't like being a part of this bit. <laughs>